This is a download from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Selamat datang ke Bilik Larut Malam Rancangan yang membincangkan fenomena budaya moden. Saya Hanif Baharudin. Malam ini, perunding kerjaya Amirul Azra'i Mustazah menyertai kami untuk memberikan panduan mencari kerja dalam keadaan ekonomi suram. Anda boleh berinteraksi dengan rancangan ini melalui Twitter di RBFM Radio sekiranya anda mempunyai sebarang pandangan yang anda ingin kongsikan bersama kami. Anda juga boleh like page kami di Facebook, cari BFM Bicara untuk mendapatkan perkembangan terkini daripada kami. Mendapatkan kerja impian kita bukanlah sesuatu yang mudah, terutamanya dengan pelbagai cabaran masa kini. Salah satu cabaran yang ada adalah keadaan ekonomi, baik dunia atau tempatan yang sedikit sebanyak memberi kesan kepada pasaran pekerjaan. Kalau ekonomi baik, pasaran pekerjaan stabil, tetapi kalau ekonomi suram, pasaran pekerjaan juga mungkin akan suram. Jadi apakah yang boleh pemburu kerja lakukan dalam situasi ini? Perunding Kerjaya Amirul Azra'i Mustazah akan memberikan sedikit bimbingan bermula dengan penjelasan bagaimana ekonomi boleh mempengaruhi pasaran pekerjaan. Jadi realitinya bila bercakap mengenai keadaan ekonomi dan bagaimana dia mempengaruhi keadaan pasaran pekerjaan di luar sana Bagi saya kena melihat faktor eksternal, eksternal faktor sebagai contoh pada masa kini Kemungkinan besar yang banyak mempengaruhi keadaan ekonomi adalah sebagai contoh trade war di antara Amerika Syarikat dan China Dan juga Amerika Syarikat dan beberapa negara Eropah dan bila dilihat dalam konteks dalam Malaysia pula Kita baru saja selesai general election pada bulan 5 baru-baru ni Dan I think now it is about time that people, organisation, companies have start to settle down I think uh, I would say And more clear in terms of the directions of the government Jadi bagaimana kesemua faktor-faktor ni mempengaruhi keadaan pesanan kerja uh, I would say bila berlaku keadaan yang membimbangkan investor dan dan sebagainya dan company juga tak akan mengambil langkah berhati-hati dalam menawarkan pekerjaan dan mencari dalam menambah headcount untuk syarikat tersebut. Jadi saya boleh katakan ataupun saya boleh rumuskan keadaan ekonomi untuk tahun ni tidak terlalu bagus, tak terlalu hebat dan juga tidak terlalu suram. Uh, I think is doing quite well. Okay. Tapi apa yang saya boleh nampak sebab saya banyak melakukan orang kata personal career coaching. Pekerjaan di luar sana ada. It's just a matter of whether you want to grab the opportunity with a certain amount of salary. Okay. Sebab sad thing is, I would say, I mean, bitter truth. Gaji di luar sana masih berada pada tahap yang sama saya graduate tahun 2009 sekarang dah 2018 about 9 to 10 years dah i think salary untuk especially if we talk about fresh graduates gaji masih di paras yang sama dalam range 2000 ke 2500 ataupun kalau bigger company ataupun multinational corporations maybe dia akan go bigger to maybe 2005 to 3005 so The range adalah antara RM2,000 ke RM3,500 Dan maybe ada certain-certain company that can offer more than that But I would say that you should consider yourself lucky You should get that that kind of job as your first job hmm. okay. Jadi berdasarkan apa yang Amirul cakap adalah penting sebenarnya untuk pemburu kerja Ataupun sesiapa sajalah Untuk orang kata 
mengambil tahu tentang keadaan ekonomi dunia dan memahami bagaimana ianya mempunyai kaitan dengan uh, pasaran pekerjaan kan? Ya betul. Jadi apa yang saya selalu sarankan kepada pemburu kerja terutamanya uh, yang dah nak habis belajar ataupun yang telah uh, tamat belajar I think now everyone has smartphones kan. Uh, just go to to Google and and search about you know economic news. You you, you can even have ada ada tab dalam dekat Google ada tab berkaitan news. You can actually try to read and understand what's going on in Malaysia, what's going on in the market, what's going on in in the world. Sebab semua ni ada ada perkaitan dan mungkin bila satu sebagai contoh, ambil sebagai contoh memang mudah. Industri oil and gas pernah uh, terkesan dengan kejatuhan harga minyak. Jadi, bila graduan-graduan yang mempunyai kelulusan berkaitan dengan oil and gas ingin mencuburi industri ini, saya akan selalu katakan, cuba cari satu lagi industri yang yang mereka boleh cuburi. Sebab, you know that in the industry is not doing well. People who are in the industry pun kena lay off, kena retrench, being offered VSS, MSS, all those you yang fresh nak masuk in the industry yang yang tengah tengah sakit i think you, dia akan membuatkan proses memburu kerja tu jadi payah hmm. uh, jadi always always understand what's going on in the market and then try to have alternative alternative industry that you can venture into and later on once the industry dah pulih baru you consider join hmm. uh, you kena, kena kena memang kena sentiasa peka lah kan uh, you uh, kena sentiasa peka dan 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 kena ada a bit of strategic way of hunting for jobs lah. Hmm, dan selain daripada ekonomi, pasaran pekerja juga kadang-kadang ianya juga bergantung kepada faktor-faktor lain juga seperti macam uh, supply and demand kan hmm. kadang-kadang also sebut oversaturation of like macam pasaran kan. Hmm. Lepas tu ada juga kemajuan teknologi yang hmm. sedikit sebanyak macam benda ni mungkin belum lagi berlaku secara mendadak tapi uh, orang kata ancaman automation kan dan bagaimana hmm. mungkin ianya akan memberikan satu risiko kepada banyak pekerjaan pada masa akan datang Lepas tu keadaan politik semasa juga Dan hmm. pelbagai macam lagi faktor-faktor lah kan Jadi apa yang saya nak tanya Amirul adalah Adakah terdapat pekerjaan-pekerjaan yang akan Sentiasa selamat daripada risiko-risiko sebegini Kalau kita nak bandingkan macam ada yang Pekerjaan yang mempunyai risiko tinggi Ataupun pekerjaan yang berisiko rendah Yang mungkin tidak sangat dipengaruhi oleh Faktor-faktor luaran ni lah kan Seperti hmm. ekonomi dan yang lain-lain sekali lah kan Okay So basically I think Saya rasa Bila bercakap mengenai pasaran pekerjaan Betul Ia memang dynamic Dipengaruhi oleh banyak faktor jika kita ingin bercakap mengenai pekerjaan yang kurang risiko Yang sentiasa orang kata Okay, ekonomi bagus kerja tu ada Ekonomi tak bagus pun kerja tu ada I always emphasize on this A few job functions Ataupun a few uh, jobs Berdasarkan pemerhatian saya One I think is HR I might be biased because I myself and HR person But I think HR One Second is accounting Third finance IT as well as legal. I might be biased again because I'm married to a legal person. My wife is a is a in-house legal. So, but these five functions, accounting and finance maybe can be be one lah, considered as one. So, four lah. HR, accounting, finance, legal, IT. Dalam keadaan ekonomi yang bagus, you need these people to further support the growth of the company, organization, strategically. You need to think how to further macam HR. You need to make sure that the talents to bring the company to the next growth is there. Talent pipelining, apa semua. Okay. And then IT, you need to make sure that the infrastructure that the company ada also can support the growth of the company. You need legal person to make sure that all the legal related issues are being taken care of so that during the growth, tak ada nak kena saman ke, kena sue, all those things. 
And another thing is accounting and finance. Again, I always view this as very critical because when the company not not grow, you always need these people to think, okay, how how we can further improve the finance situation of the company. Yelah, company diwujudkan untuk make profit for the investor, for the shareholders. So it is always about this. Okay, so these four during the growth atau during ekonomi yang bagus memang sangat diperlukan. Ekonomi suram pun, these four pun ada. Just again, kadang-kadang mungkin these four functions pun ada kemungkinan untuk kena lay off, untuk kena terminate. But again, ada perbezaan di antara whether you are doing some sort of strategic punya task ataupun you do a very clerical punya task. So I think the one that I've seen based on again based on my observation uh, for the past two recessions the one that can lay off ni usually the one that doing very clerical tasks you know the tasks that can be you know replaced by interns or the tasks that one person can can do two person punya task so that kind of task so again during recession these four functions I believe are badly needed or still needed because this is the one that can help to make sure that the company can survive during the downturn and once the economy has picked up again they can again support the growth of the company and then if you talk about other jobs there are a few other kind of jobs yang saya rasa mungkin ramai yang tak tahu eh kalau kita bercakap high risk high return sebagai contoh banyak pekerjaan seperti marine engineer you know you bekerja dengan dekat atas kapal 3 4 bulan and then balik cuti 2 3 bulan juga So this one job that high risk and high return, you know, at such young age, you can earn quite quite a decent salary. Uh, pilot is another one of it. But again, you cakap tadi pasal supply and demand. There is one time I think there's a huge supply of pilot graduated in Malaysia that not much of airlines company can accommodate that. But now I think they are doing quite good. Then again, uh, I might be biased again of shore people who, who, who work in oil and gas. There are a few specialists that earn quite well but you know high risk high return you 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 do a very specialized job you get a good salary but during economic recession you must think on how to survive some people because they already understand the cycle of economy masa ekonomi tengah bagus they earn a very good salary so pulun i mean make make a lot of money during those those good times so during bad times when they are being let off they survive using whatever they have earning during the good times okay macam kita bercakap tadi um, contoh yang baru Amir dah cakap tu adalah tentang macam keadaan ekonomi sendiri di mana ianya kata sentiasa berubah tapi pada masa sama ianya bukanlah kata berubah secara mendadak pada suatu masa kan jadi hmm. kepada pemburu-pemburu kerja di luar sana yang uh, ingin mempersiapkan diri mereka untuk menghadapi perkara ini berapa awal mereka perlu anticipate keadaan ekonomi dunia ataupun keadaan pasaran pekerjaan di luar sana kan okay. I think I would like to emphasize this because again in many of my personal coaching session or when I give free advice to people saya akan bercakap the needs of people to be agile and to adapt these two characteristics are I think among the important things that people need to have you know hmm. because pasaran pekerjaan memang kalau cerita 10 tahun lepas dengan sekarang memang dah banyak berubah hmm. you never know what will happen in the next 10 years so you punya kebolehan untuk belajar benda baru You punya kebolehan untuk adapt to the new way of doing things You punya kebolehan untuk perhaps acquire new skills Perhaps language skills or computer skills or software skills Or sometimes tools that you are using in your uh, working life That can further help you to be seen as someone competent hmm. uh, 
uh, I can give you a simple example SNHR Never that I imagine That I need to play A lot with data So when you need to play A lot with data You need to be good at Excel Excel is something that Nobody tell me that In your working life You will be using a lot of Excel And you need to be good in Excel mm. So if you Tak belajar Excel ni Sama ada Masa universiti Ataupun ni Ataupun masa tengah bekerja You belajar dengan Your working colleagues Yang bagus Yang lebih bagus Penggunaan Excel dia mm. Then you akan tertinggal lah Then sooner or later You akan being Live out Then bila hit your recession You will be the first one to go And and also if I If mm. I may add Uh, we talk about industry revolution 4.0 People are very scared about it Orang takut Berkata semua benda akan automate And this thing will replace people Actually no When you have all of this Apa yang berubah adalah The skill set needed to perform certain jobs Certain jobs akan bertukar Menjadi kepada that Okay This is the system You need to be the owner of the system You must know how to Use the system mm. That's how it change Sebagai contoh HR Payroll HR payroll akan sentiasa ada Tapi ada je Payroll system To further help Improve the efficiency mm. But people who use the system is always Akan ada Untuk uh, menguruskan sistem Untuk menguruskan sistem So It's a different skill set uh, Benda ni yang orang kena faham Come whatever technology I think people Will still be needed to operate Because we human We are brilliant We are the one who can Make decision You know Because You cannot Replace robot To make certain decision For you Sometimes you need to Use your Orang kata Gerak hati huh? hmm. And with the data With the support of data To make certain decision Anda sedang mendengar rancangan Bila Larut Malam dan minggu ini perunding kerjaya Amirul Azra'i Mustazah sedang memberikan panduan mencari kerja dalam keadaan ekonomi suram. Kami akan berat sebentar. Jangan ke mana-mana. Saya Hanif Baharudin, BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, anda sedang mendengar rancangan Bila Larut Malam bersama saya, Hanif Baharudin. Kami sedang membincangkan topik memburu kerjaya dalam keadaan ekonomi suram bersama dengan perunding kerjaya Amirul Azra'i Mustazah. Sebentar tadi, Amirul telah kongsikan beberapa industri pekerjaan yang berisiko rendah dan tidak terkesan sangat dengan keadaan ekonomi dunia dan negara. Sekarang, Amirul akan menjawab persoalan sama ada persiapan untuk menghadapi pasaran pekerjaan itu perlu dilakukan seawal memilih kursus yang ingin dipelajari di peringkat universiti. Okey, bercakap tentang topik ni ianya mengingatkan saya kepada zaman sebelum saya uh, apply course ke universiti mm. lepas SPM kita uh, pergi ke macam pelbagai orang kata um, career fair dan sebagainya mm. dan mereka akan memberikan nasihat tentang okey course apa untuk dipilih kan dan terdapat orang kata pendekatan-pendekatan yang lebih pragmatik di mana macam orang kata okey instead of apply course yang awak suka ataupun memang awak nak belajar cuba apply course yang mengikut pasaran pekerjaan pada masa tersebut kan dan dan apa yang menariknya ialah seawal umur 17 tahun itu hmm. kita telah diberitahu bahawa hmm. okay, kena ikut fikirkan tentang masa depan hmm. fikirkan tentang pasaran pekerjaan dan sebagainya jadi uh, adakah Amirul rasa ini memang adalah satu benda yang per- perlu difikirkan seawal-awal masa tersebut lah so, yang ini sebelum masuk universiti kita dah kena fikirkan ok uh, orang kata course apa nak ambil sebab at the end of the day nak tak nak kita kena akui lah CGL tu hmm. penting juga kan bila nak apply kerja kan jadi kadang-kadang orang, orang yang lebih pragmatik akan cakap ok yelah hmm. mungkin saya tak minat sangat course ni tapi saya belajar sebab course ni 
insyaAllah akan ada pasaran hmm. yang pekerjaan yang besar dalam masa lima tahun akan datang hmm. bila time saya grad je akan ada pekerjaan yang akan menunggu saya dan hmm. sebagainya jadi adakah ini perlu kata seawal tu ha. persoalan yang menarik dan memang perlu difikirkan dan selalunya ibu bapa lah yang punya anak yang bersekolah lepas fasa SPM ni lah yang biasanya akan pening kepala memikirkan jadi saya rasa memang perlu fikir seawal itu tapi tidak ini pandangan saya pandangan peribadi saya tidak perlu terlalu spesifik menjurus kepada mana-mana kos yang you know again if you take that risk if something bad happens and then you must willing to swallow swallow the risk sebagai contoh people who graduated from petroleum engineering back in 2015 2016 2017 even they are suffering because oil and gas industry is doing bad at that time and with a very specific cost i give you example if you graduated from this university with mechanical engineering as compared to petroleum engineering from this university mechanical engineering will give you better chance or higher chance to get job in other industry or in other certain function vending petroleum engineering which is already specific for oil and gas industry so the challenge will be greater for for these people if they graduated during the downturn yeah so dalam menentukan bidang apa yang ingin dipelajari i would say that choose a few i mean think about a few and choose something that for me that is not too specific because you never know what will happen what will happen in the future and sometimes whether For example, now we will talk about IR 4.0. You know, people go for robotics, people go for AI. But again, the question is: Is our job market in Malaysia ready for that? Can absorb that? Huh? There are other jobs like you know, people talk about renewable energy. Try to produce renewable energy engineer or renewable energy professionals. But is the market out there ready for this? Can give job for these people? So to play safe, I would always suggest that go for something based on your observation as parents. Parents are the one who works in organization. So they should be able to actually guide their kids of what kind of jobs to choose. So I would always emphasize or go for the the one that is quite general. Yeah. Business studies, yeah. management, you know, marketing, IT kalau nak dihasil perhaps psychology or again business management business admin hmm. and those things that that can give you bigger opportunity general but big, wider wider hmm. opportunity ya yeah. kos-kos yang kiranya yang berkait dapat dengan industri-industri yang Amirul sebut awal tadi yeah, kan ya betul okey jadi bagaimana dengan pekerja berpengalaman yang ingin memburu kerja saya rasa ini bagi mereka ini lebih kepada orang kata mengambil peluang untuk mempelajari skill-skill yang lainlah kan yang mungkin hmm. boleh mereka gunakan sekiranya mereka ingin berpindah ke industri lain ataupun sekiranya mereka ingin orang kata menunjukkan ataupun mempunyai skill-skill yang lebih menarik lah supaya mereka boleh kata survive ataupun even thrive dalam keadaan ekonomi yang suram kan ok so benda ni yang saya rasa semua I mean, mereka yang bekerja di luar sana kena faham you are the one who actually plan your career so whether you want to become a specialist or you want to become a generalist in all the functions I think there are people who are specialist and people who are generalist so You need to understand this first and perhaps determine which route you want to choose. Because as a working professionals, kalau you dah choose to become specialist, most likely you will start doing those things forever in your career. Just you climb up that career ladder. 
For example, dalam HR, for example, you are doing payroll. Perhaps the most you can climb up, up to the head of compensation and benefits you are doing in those domain. But if you become HR generalist, maybe you can climb higher. But maybe during the early beginning, beginning of your career, maybe you you won't earn bigger than the specialist. Because specialist is specialist role. But as you climb up the ladder, you you will earn more. So, I again, I always emphasize on being a generalist uh, rather than specialist. But again, you know, the, the, the choice is in your hand. Sebabnya, I've seen that people who, I mean, again, my personal observation, people who specialize in certain areas during economy recession, they tend to be the one being laid off first. Because their knowledge is too specific, their skill is too specific, their experience is too specific for that area only. And sometimes during downturn, you don't need specialists to handle those. Sometimes you can get someone who is doing more general, generalist, yang pernah orang kata, yang pernah ada pengalaman handle that area, to handle that. Mm. Because as I, as I told you, specialist, dalam pasangan kerja, specialist selalunya gaji lebih mahal. Jadi during economy, economic downturn, usually you akan, sometimes you akan lay off these people first. So as generalist pula, or, or even as a specialist, what you need to do is always think, or always observe the jobs that being advertised in job portal, in, in the website of the company career site. Look at the requirements. You know, from the requirement, actually, you can think of what you need to do to upskill or to reskill. Nowadays, they talk about HR who needs to be good in finance. So perhaps you can take finance for non-finance professional or accounting for non-accounting professionals just for you to at least understand and can talk the same lingo like your finance counterpart or your finance business partner. Talk about project management. You know, you need people who's good in managing the project so they need to be certified. So you take the certification like project management professional. So those things that you can do to actually enhance your value. Taking extra courses, taking further degree and masters or MBA and always take courses that can keep you relevant to the market. Okay. Amirul banyak melakukan orang kata uh, coaching, personal coaching kepada mereka yang mendapatkan pekerjaan dan apa yang kita bincangkan hari ini bersifat pragmatik di mana kita mematikan orang kata pasaran pekerjaan dan kita cuba untuk survive dan mengikut ha rentak pasaran pekerjaan betul, kan betul. Uh, terdapat ramai orang di luar sana yang saya rasa mempunyai impian dan orang kata cita-cita mereka sendiri untuk melakukan setengah pekerjaan kan ha. mereka mungkin nak jadi engineer nak jadi pilot dan sebagainya ha. dan mungkin memilih orang kata jalan ni mungkin sedikit sebanyak kadang membuatkan mereka macam masa demotivated sikit lah kadang-kadang sebab ha. macam oh alah saya tak bukannya suka sangat pun nak belajar HR tapi ha. sebabkan pasaran orang kata memerlukan HR uh, saya rasa saya perlu orang kata just Go with it lah kan uh-huh. Jadi uh, Apakah yang Bestnya Amirul nasihatkan kepada mereka Yang terpaksa melalui uh, Fasa sebegini lah Di mana mereka perlu Melepaskan impian peribadi mereka Untuk kata, melakukan pekerjaan Yang lebih bersifat pragmatik Dan Boleh diguna pakai Dalam dunia yang Mungkin uh-huh. agak mencabar uh-huh. lah kan okay. Jadi Pada pandangan saya Antara perkara yang boleh dilakukan Sama ada oleh ibu bapa Kepada mereka yang ingin menghantar anak uh, Melanjutkan pelajaran Ataupun Pelajar tu sendiri Salah satu yang boleh dilakukan adalah dengan mengambil personality test. Sekarang ni dengan if you google je akan ada banyak free personality test punya site. One of it is I always use this. It is called 16 personalities. You google 16 personalities you akan jumpa. So if you if you take the personality test, 
your personality will be one of the 16 personalities lah. Sebab, sebab tu dia panggil 16 personalities. So, ada 16 personalities yang diidentify. Yours will be one of it. So, bila you dah identify you punya personality ni, one of the tab dalam tu akan explain about your strengths and weaknesses. Sebab apa yang saya perhatikan, ramai orang, satu bagi saya, degree is just a certificate, is just a pass for you to go and find a job. So, apa yang lebih penting untuk anda faham, untuk anda tahu adalah mengenali diri anda. Sebab dengan mengenali diri anda, anda boleh mengenal potensi diri anda. Dengan mengenali dan memahami potensi diri anda, anda sebenarnya boleh buat apa saja yang menggunakan kepakaran, minat, strengths, kekuatan anda untuk mencapai yang terbaik dalam hidup. Jadi, kalau katakanlah dipaksa atau disuruh untuk ambil satu degree, I would say that I don't think it is an issue. Again, I talk from my personal point of view. I'm a mechanical engineering graduate from UTP, a well-known uh, university. Kerja sebagai engineer, sebagai jurutera selama 3 tahun in two oil and gas companies that is quite big. But because dia tak kena dengan jiwa, dia tak kena dengan personality, I continue my journey. I don't just simply dump my career, my job at the time just to, uh, I need uh, I need to do something else. But dalam tempoh bekerja itulah yang saya mencari apa yang sebenarnya aku suka, apa sebenarnya yang aku nak cari, apa sebenarnya yang aku nak buat. So that is my journey. That at the end, I am now happily doing HR. Happily giving advice to people, happily helping people to realize their potential. So I think it's a journey that if maybe you tak pernah terjumpa personality test ni, maybe you takkan boleh nak tentukan lah course apa yang nak buat, which course is actually best suit your your personality. But now, if you are listening to this program, you understand, or parents yang listening to this, basically this is one of the thing that you can do to allow your kids or to allow you yourself as people yang nak determine which course apa nak ambil, buat personality test and then think which course that can actually suit your personality test results. Uh, even without that, by maybe you try to fulfill the dream of your parents, like me, I try to fulfill the dream of my parents. What I can say, I've been there, I've done that and at least I've tried and I think I succeed as an engineer. But I don't really like it, so that's why I change. Somehow, I think it provide a lot more perspective to me now that I work as an HR. So you 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 must always think there's always a, a positive to everything. So you must think that way. Hmm, okay, hmm. alright. Um, bagaimanakah ataupun apakah yang boleh pemburu kerja lakukan untuk kata meneliti keadaan pasaran pekerja di luar sana dan masuk soalan ni adalah macam mana mereka boleh buat kata kajian dari segi adakah terdapat saluran-saluran yang mereka boleh baca ataupun apakah yang mereka boleh perhatikan selain daripada mengetahui tentang kata keadaan ekonomi dunia apakah benda lain yang mereka boleh lakukan untuk memastikan mereka selesa kekal kekal aware lah dengan apa yang berlaku di luar sana baik dari segi ekonomi ataupun pasaran pekerjaan ok bagi saya even now apa yang saya buat even now, apa yang saya buat adalah memang kena banyakkan membaca. You kena banyak membacakan, for example, surat khabar, majalah dan maybe you can google benda-benda baik yang berkaitan dengan keadaan semasa, current news. Sebab dengan melakukan banyak pembacaan, your general knowledge will increase. You will have that confidence and you will better equip yourself uh, with the current issues so that you know, eh, Tengah ada masalah ekonomi ni, tengah ada ni, tengah ada tu. At least you you know, I mean, how to maybe which industry to go, which industry not to really push for now. Jadi, 
kalau tanya saya di mana untuk buat research ni I would say surat khabar baca bahagian bahagian news majalah-majalah yang berkaitan dengan subjek yang you nak fahamkan ataupun buku-buku berkaitan that can further support your your, your research as well as Google lah <laughs> yeah. so do this sebab dia akan sangat-sangat membantu sebab again macam sebab again sebab saya nak emphasize pentingnya membaca ni sebab it will keep you on top of your game lah you akan sentiasa tahu apa yang berlaku keadaan di luar sana so at least you can quickly adapt to the changes yeah Anda telah mendengar rancangan Bila Larut Malam dan minggu ini kami membincangkan bagaimana untuk mencari kerja dalam keadaan ekonomi suram bersama dengan perunding kerjaya Amirul Azra'i Mustazah. Itu sahaja untuk episod kami kali ini. Kongsikan pandangan anda berkenaan topik minggu ini di Twitter kami at BFM Radio. Untuk mendengar episod-episod Bila Larut Malam yang seterusnya, sertai kami setiap Rabu Malam selepas pukul 12.30 malam. Jika anda ingin mendengar episod kami yang sebelumnya, anda boleh stream atau mak turun podcast kami di bfm.my slash blm. Anda juga boleh mak turun app kami di Apple App Store dan Google Play untuk mengikuti rancangan Bila Larut Malam dan pelbagai lagi rancangan-rancangan yang lain di BFM. Jangan lupa juga untuk like page kami di Facebook, BFM Bicara. Sekian, saya Hanif Baharudin. Selamat malam, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.